Hi, and welcome to No Place Like It, a podcast of fictional homes. I'm your host, Talia Ulrich, and together we'll be exploring the ins and outs of imagined living spaces. If you don't know the stories of The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings and you would like to, I'd suggest reading The Hobbit over watching the movies. Movies are trash and a waste of time. For The Lord of the Rings, both the books and the movies are excellent and not a waste of time. For those who have read Tolkien's novels, you might be wondering how we're exploring homes today when The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings are about journeys, adventures, and quests that take the characters away from their homes. Although it's true The Hobbits feature don't spend a lot of time in their homes throughout these novels, their homes remain a sort of anchor for them, whether they are just outside of the Shire or all the way in Mordor. The subtitle to The Hobbit is there and back again centering the adventurer's home is here, a place from which to leave for there and consequently to return back again. Tolkien starts The Hobbit with a description of Bag End. It's a hole in the ground, but not the kind of hole we're picturing, he assures us. In fact, Tolkien makes it clear from the opening paragraph that a hobbit hole means comfort, which tells us the hobbits are a very cozy race, dedicated to living in a state of contentment by themselves and with each other. Through the round green door, we enter into a hall shaped like a tunnel, and the author again uses the word comfort here to describe this hall. In this comfortable hall, there are paneled walls, polished chairs, and pegs for the hats and coats of visitors. With such a fixation on comfort, it's no surprise the hobbits are proud homebodies. They never go on adventures, and they're suspicious of any hobbit who does. When the resident of Bag End, Bilbo Baggins, is first called to adventure in the hobbit, he tries his best to refuse. Why would he leave his hobbit hole with multiple pantries and kitchens and entire rooms of clothes? He does, however, leave and embarks on the adventure of a lifetime. Even after Bilbo has physically left his hobbit hole, he remains mentally there. He often thinks of his favorite chair in his favorite room and reminisces about the kettle whistling. He wonders to himself why he ever left and a stop in his journey allows him to look back. Far, far away in the west, where things were blue and faint, Bilbo knew there lay his own country of safe and comfortable things and his little hobbit hole. Bilbo associates with his home with safety and comfort, as does his nephew Frodo when he too sets out on a journey from Bagend. the reins, Frodo is made aware of a dark threat to Hobbiton, the Shire, and his whole world. He must leave his home in order to protect it, even if that means the possibility of never going back to it again. This isn't an adventure in the way Bilbo's was. This is a mission for Frodo to preserve not just his own home, but the homes of others in his community as well. He communicates this in the following way. I should like to save the Shire if I could. 
though there have been times when I thought the inhabitants too stupid and dull for words, and have felt that an earthquake or an invasion of dragons might be good for them. But I don't feel that now. I feel as long as the Shire lies behind safe and comfortable, I shall find wandering more bearable. I shall know that somewhere there is a firm foothold, even if my feet cannot stand there again. A side note here, I am now personally wishing an invasion of dragons on people I find dull and stupid. After Frodo leaves his hobbit hole, he still feels safe, so long as he and his companions are in the Shire. Frodo and his companions come across a group of elves, one of whom tells Frodo, the Shire is no longer any protection to you. To which Frodo responds, I knew the danger lay ahead, of course, but I did not expect to meet it in our own Shire. The elf tells him the Shire does not strictly belong to the hobbits, as there were others living there before them. It's a brief but poignant reminder that however safe a home may seem now, it has not always been so, especially for its previous occupants. For the hobbits currently occupying it, it is a safe home, and their leaving it puts them in more danger than they have ever experienced in their lives. It's very obvious once they have left the Shire, with Frodo's companion, Mary, proclaiming, There, you have left the Shire and are now outside and on the edge of the old forest. The immediate announcement that they have left the Shire signifies they have left not just their homes, but the safety and comfort they associate with the place. After they have been walking in the old forest for a bit, Frodo thinks of suggesting they turn and go back. His response to danger, like anyone else's, is to return to safety, which is here represented by the Shire. However, they do not turn back and instead forge on, hoping to find safety in other homes ahead. Someone recommends Frodo and his companions head to the prancing pony in the village of Bree. Frodo's companions hope that it's similar to the green dragon back home. The hobbits have thus been through many uncomfortable situations, and being a race that favors comfort are desperate for anything that is close to the familiar. Mary assures them that the prancing pony is home-like enough, signifying comfort is ahead as well as perhaps safety. Despite this assurance, Frodo reminds them they are outside the Shire and they should not get too comfortable. Frodo knows danger is everywhere, no matter how home-like a place is or how safe it might seem. they approach the prancing pony, one of Frodo's companions, Sam, becomes suspicious of it and wonders if maybe they could find other hobbits in the village to take them in so they could be in familiarly comfortable surroundings curated by those like themselves. Of all the main characters in The Lord of the Rings, it is perhaps Sam who best understands the connection between home and identity.
early in the journey, he is referred to as a gardener and lover of trees, and he is then given a box of earth for his garden in the Shire. While this gift is mainly for Sam's green thumb, the selection is notable for the very reason that he is the only one whose gift is specific to his home. At various points, he recalls sayings, poems, and songs specific to the Shire. In doing so, he carries on the Shire's legends and mythologies and establishes himself as a metonym of the place. Sam's understanding of the connection between land and its inhabitants is not limited to the Shire. There is a moment when Sam is handling a gray robe from the land of Lorien, and he thinks of the elves that live there and who made the robe. He draws a connection here between place, people, and product. This connection is a prevalent theme throughout the series, with its most notable instance being the ring that must be destroyed where it was forged. When an item is mentioned or gifted, there is almost always a reference to its origins as well. Everything, just like every person, has a story, and this thread is one Tolkien masterfully weaves throughout the rich tapestry of worlds he created in The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Consider becoming part of the listener support community by clicking the link in the podcast description. For 99 cents a month, you can nominate any fictional works for future episodes. For $4.99 a month, you can nominate any fictional works for future episodes and receive links to the online fiction club where we will explore the works and themes in greater depth. For $9.99 a month, you can nominate any fictional works for future episodes and receive links to the online fiction club, as well as get access to exclusive merch. Some unforeseen circumstances interfered with our usual timeline, but we will soon be back on track. In two weeks, we live the Lord of the Rings references in a cave and head to Los Angeles, where we'll live in apartment 4D from the TV series New Girl. The script for today's episode is available at acutelittleshop.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, rate, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you use for podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.